Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church. And we are your local churchmen coming to you live. Well, not really live, but somewhat live. First step of 2023. Mm-hmm. My, my name is Josh, and I'm here with Captain Jack. Oh, yeah. Jack, how it's are you, down. my friend? I'm Happy well. New Year. Happy New Happy, Year, sir. How, how was your New Year? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> did you did you watch the ball drop? Uh, I think I went to bed and then I got yeah, and then the my wife man. yeah my <laughs> wife and I were like awakened by like basically World War Three going outside of our house and hundred percent yeah yeah so yes. it was more like trying to recover from the Christmas debacle that was going down to Las Dude, Vegas you got, to see you my got stranded and I knew it was not going to be a, a normal trip because Jack anytime Jack travels somewhere it's not a normal trip something no. goes wrong yeah it does and I knew you were going to get stuck in Vegas something was going to happen in Vegas over Christmas and that's exactly what happened I found out Christmas Eve our flight was canceled yeah and then we went to the airport to get the tickets changed surprisingly shout out to Delta Delta, surprisingly. Um, Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. (laughs) Hooked it up with the meal vouchers, though. Okay. Um, All right. Did they hook you up with a hotel, though? No. We had See... I mean, we could have gotten a discounted one, but we didn't want to leave... B-minus. We did did not want to leave the the grand bazaar that is the Luxor, that is the pyramid out there in Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. where we were staying at, by the way. Which is basically, in and of itself, its own city. So did you did you just like go back to the back to the desk and be like, hey, just kidding, yeah. we, we need another night. Yeah, my wife did that, and they actually gave okay. us a discounted rate too. So that was oh, nice. That's nice. Them, okay. So. so in the end, it all it all worked out. It did, and then on top of that, yeah. we found a local church. Shout out to oh, dude. Yeah, we have to shout these guys out. Shout out to Providence Reform Church. Providence Reform Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. They're right. Um, they're right in Vegas. They're not in Vegas. They're in North oh, Vegas. Okay. Okay. Um, but they are a small. They. I talked to. So 
their past one of their pastors or one of their pastors and then their elders yeah. i talked to them really just friendly down to earth their pastor pastor travis is a um southern seminary grad um, shout out southern also so not a sponsor he is although man yeah he quite the guy the guy is either partially blind and he does everything like wow. he is out there getting it. He's playing the guitar, I think, with his daughter they were doing on Christmas Day, like doing worship, and then he was preaching. So nice. He is like, dude, that guy is solid. Solid guy. That nice, way. kind fellowship. Really just I mean, we found one couple that was actually from Bonnie Lake. Wow. Uh, small world. <laughs> And they moved to Vegas, and then they're like, we want to come back. Can we come oh, back? Gosh. Can we come back to Washington? <laughs> they want to come back to we, Bonnie Lake? We, man, dude, <laughs> no, okay. Hold on, hold on. You, <laughs> you have to, you, we have to talk about Wait. how bad does Nevada have to be to make you want to come back to Bonnie Lake? I will say this. That's Vegas, the question. Vegas is very, like, isolated, dude. It's just one city. Oh, I know. It's literally a city in the middle of the desert. And that's it. Like you don't have yeah. what we have in like, you know, the Puget Sound, no, where we can is... go up and down. We got all this, these cities, these evergreens, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. They want they like the evergreens. They are like, we came down here for family. Now we want to go back. We miss right the rain. On. We miss everything. So, <sighs> all right. Well, shout anyway. out, shout out, Pastor Travis, it, Providence Reform Providence Church? Reform Church. They are about to look Beautiful. into adopting the sixteen eighty nine. Oh, come confession. on, baby! Oh, so do it. They're Do it. Spinning it up. So. There it is. Anyway. There it is. All right. Well, shout out Providence Reform Church, guys. Go check them out if you're in Nevada. Um, we'll we'll probably tag them here in the in the comments as well. But uh, uh, legit. Well, Jack, I'm glad you're back. Yeah. I had a very uneventful holiday season myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was literally one of those things where I think we were watching a movie or a TV show, and that was a comedy special. I don't know anything. With some friends, and I like glanced at my at my. <laughs> phone and it was like 1204 and i was like oh oh happy new year everyone and then we like went to kobe (laughs) yeah kobe (laughs) yeah yeah that's basically all of us so jack new year Mm -hmm. new me new year new us (laughs) new year new series we're gonna be getting into it but before before we do that uh we must keep tradition Mm -hmm. tradition is not dead on this podcast. Yeah. It is very much We're alive. not embracing modernity here, people. We're not <laughs> embracing modernity. We're not swimming the Tiber. We're not sw- whatever all these things, all these things that people say. We're not doing that. We are keeping it alive here on the Reformatory. And Jack, uh, give us the very first Reformatory Cigar Review Yep. Of the year of our Lord, 2023. And this one I hear is actually somewhat sponsored. It is. It is sponsored. Okay. So right. I am wearing my Charles Spurgeon cigar r- cigar lounge hat. I see um, it. I'm very jealous. There's a group. You still have a patch that you owe me. <laughs> I, I do. And I think yeah. I still have it if I, don't rem- <laughs> if I remember right. So I'm wearing my Spurgeon hat mainly because obviously- our dear brother, who is now in the triumphant church. Uh, Charles Spurgeon smokes cigars here on mm. the earth. But Aaron Day, shout out Aaron Day. He gave me $15. Aaron Day is a, if I remember correctly, is a assistant specialist at the Spurgeon Library at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. So 
Wow. He can probably get you in, and he can probably have you nerd out on everything there. So anyway, Aaron Day sent me $15 for... Okay, so what does a guy got to do to get on Aaron's list? This is what it like, like, like have is a this, baby, sir. Like a kid have... only. Like really, that's the line, Aaron. Right? You're gonna give my co-host fifteen bucks for cigars because he had a kid. Jack is barely responsible for that. If anything, you should be giving the fifteen dollars to Nastia, saying, true. "Hey, go get yourself a you know a one foot pedicure." Jack barely did anything, and he gets the cigar. Whatever, Aaron. Whatever. Hey. Anyway, I I say bring it, bring bring all of your your tidings and your joys oh my gosh, and your goodwills dude. to Brother Jack, and we will review cigars, people. Okay, okay. So <laughs> call them love gifts, yes. and you're right in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> the first cigar review of 2023 is the cigar aficionado. 20 top 25 cigars of 2022 it's number seven on that list here we go i was pretty uh skeptical of this list and then it hit number seven i'm like i'll take that i'll take that that's kind of a a okay win anyway this cigar is the my father le bijou 1922 churchill oh man all right so it has been rated so it ranks it ranks at number seven, the top 25 cigars of 2022. All right. Rating is 94. Okay. Okay. Price. Price yeah. range MSRP. Yeah. 12 to about $14. Okay. A little up there. A little up there. A little I mean, up I, there. I got, my, I got my goods in for right. 15 bucks, but I was trying to use all that $15. That's right. Um, it is made, obviously, by my father. Factory location is in Nicaragua. Uh, filler binder wrapper Nicaraguan, of course. Per use, yep. strength is medium full. This cigar is like a flavor punch. It is bold. It is like basically the typical Nicaraguan that you would need. Okay. Um, okay. it has this like Cuban seed Nicaraguan wrapper that like brings out all this. It has this like okay, so they call it a double oscuro wrapper. I guess it's like the one of the like darkest toned wrappers, but it just has so much flavor in it. I mean, you're talking like a lot of heavy. We're talking heavy. All right, heavy chocolate. Nice. You got some leather, some spice, but you also got uh, a little bit of butter, a little sweetness. Okay, a little sweetness coming through. There we and go. And then some, and then some cinnamon to kind of even it out there. Look at that. Anyway, that is the first cigar review of the year of twenty twenty three, the Jordan year. We're gonna <laughs> yes, we're gonna start calling right. it the Jordan um, year. Yeah, it it was a great great smoke. I mean Churchill. If you're not used to that kind of Vitola, don't smoke take, this. Take your time. <laughs> or maybe even give it in a smaller, yeah. like, Vitola sizing, maybe. Maybe a Robusta. Robustas are usually... But usually in Churchill's, Churchill's just bring out different flavor points. Mm-hmm. You see that in at least two or three cigars I smoked. I've smoked them in Robusta, but then I smoked them in Churchill. Churchill is a whole new dynamic sometimes right. when you smoke a cigar. So, anyway, the My Father Le Bijou 19-2022 Churchill. There you All go. right. Well, you heard it here, folks, possibly for the first time. That is the first Reformatory Cigar, cigar Review of 2023, sponsored by Aaron Day. Mm-hmm. 
Shout out, Aaron. Go and smoke to the glory of God. All right, Jack. New series, baby. Yes, sir. Here we go. I'm excited. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. I There's something about, I know we as reform folk are not supposed to have New Year resolutions. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to, you know, look at the new year as some sort of, you know, reset. And But I can't help but get excited by just the thought and the creativity that goes into a new series starting something new. Yeah. I really get energy from it, right? So I'm, I'm really excited for this series. And Jack, this series was actually proposed by Jack. And he goes, he sends me a Marco because we Marco like soccer moms. That's yeah, what we do. We do. All right. Uh, he sends me a Marco and he goes, hey, I think it would be super beneficial to do a kind of rudimentary Ecclesiology 101 series where we basically, at the beginning of the year here, go back to the basics, Right and talk about just the fundamental truths of the local church, bringing it back, bringing it back to our roots. Yeah, going back to the roots of the podcast, which I thought obviously was a fantastic idea because Jack hardly ever has any bad ideas. <laughs> it's true, it's true. So I, so we, we, we named the series "Back to the Basics" mm-hmm. um, because. As Jack was talking and explaining the idea and we were texting back and forth, I had that I had that Alistair Begg quote in the back of my head, right? Where he says that the main things are the plain things and the plain things are the main things, right? Yeah. And it is important. I think it's very important, especially as we start a new year. We're looking forward to the future. We're making plans. It's so important to be reminded of truths that we, we may already know. We may already confess and we all may already, you know, you know, uh, 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 believe in. But it's so important to be reminded and solidified in those truths. Yeah. Right. And, you know, maybe learn some new things, uh, new things along the way. But but the idea is to be reminded and to be encouraged. And that's what we want to do with this series. We want to remind you of most likely what you already know, but we want to encourage you in those truths. And obviously it's going to be local church uh, 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 centered, right? So we've got a list. I, I, Jack and I aren't exactly sure how long the series is going to be. It's going to, it's probably going to go for, you know, a couple months maybe as we like think up different, you know, Oh yeah. Kind of, kind of popcorn questions, right. Uh, to, to, talk about on the podcast and definitely you listeners if you have kind of basic ch- local church questions uh that you want covered shoot them over to us send them you know shoot them to jack or me or go to the reformatory page uh whatever works just shoot them over you know um you know if you want to send them with you know 15 dollars for a cigar you know we'll bump your question <laughs> to the top that's just how it works right yeah <laughs> and you'll get a mo, shout out on the mo podcast. money mo reviews here people Th- that's exactly right i that's will exactly give the people right. what they want sir <laughs> yes you will that's what you do all right but we are going to tackle the first question today all right we're going to tackle the first one today uh and we're going to go basic we are talking what is the church and then kind of subcategory under that, what is the local church? Because Jack and I do make a distinction yeah. between the two. And I do think there is a distinction between the two. But let's talk about, Jack, when we talk about the church, what are we talking about there? Yeah, I would say that there's a basic understanding to this. And there's a very detailed understanding that one of my old professors gave in a recent book that he did in a commentary on Acts. 
So I'll get into that just a little bit. But I would say the basic understanding of what the church is, it is the gathered assembly of people who have confessed with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and they believe in their hearts that God has raised him from the dead. Then mm. um, very simplistic terms, it's that. Um, the minutia of it, we'll talk about more in this series. Sure. But you see this in the book of Acts where people have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. They, the apostles see his, him ascending into heaven and then the Holy Spirit has been given onto believers as now of like this new, it's almost new, it's a new way, but is also God renewing his covenants as well too. It's a new way in that they have experienced it, but it's also in a way that God is basically making good on his promises, that he is going to bring up a people um, that they will be marked by him basically he will be their god they will be his people there's going to be this symbiotic relationship that happens um that is the simplistic terms of it a gathering of people who have believed in the lord jesus christ that they believe in their hearts um that they confess with their mouth they believe in their hearts um and they are there to worship god yeah. I'd say that's the simplistic term of it. The yeah. more detailed theological, like like 30,000-foot view level. This is interesting. I read this. So this is by one of my former seminary professors, Patrick Schreiner, who's at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. And oh, he, Patrick. Oh, Patrick. Um, <laughs> Pat, it. or SpongeBob. It's, Patrick. It's, it's, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what we usually did in class to mess with him. Um, so right. he wrote uh, this this commentary on Acts, and it says, God acts in and through his image bearers to overhaul the space of the earth. Key words there, overhaul the space of the earth. The apostles and the community formed by the power of the Spirit become the new leaders of Israel and the new temple. The apostolic church is the successor of the Davidic Messiah, empowered by the Spirit, Believers are his body and representatives in the world. That's mm. the more detailed. I like that. Um, you can get into it in a very much kind of way of looking at it that we are kind of the church kind of has um, different embassies, you could say, in every single community and city. Um, that we are now under the rule or reign of Jesus Christ, and we are his ambassadors in these little embassies called the local church. So, I mean, we can get into, it's it's like, man, this is like what scripture does. It just like, you, you open it up a little bit, and then it just yep. magnifies. Wines and deepens and, with and age, And then it right? just, yeah. and then you keep digging and digging, and it just doesn't stop, man. Right. It doesn't stop, so. Yeah. Yeah, so when we talk about the church and Jack, you know, Jack was already there making distinctions between the 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 universal church mm-hmm. and the local church, right? And the local church being the embodiment and a a um a manifestation of the universal church. Yeah. But when we talk about the universal church or the Catholic church, small c, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to I'm going to go to our confession. Yes. I'm going to go to the 1689. Let's do it. All right. It. We're going to chapter 26. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Um, and we're uh, I'm starting in paragraph one. All right. So 1689, chapter 26 of the church, paragraph one. This is what it says. It says the Catholic or universal church, which with respect to the internal work of the spirit and truth of grace may be called invisible. All right. It consists of the of the whole number of the elect mm-hmm. that have been, are, or shall be gathered into one another under Christ, the head thereof, and is the spouse, the body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. So I I love this is one of my favorite uh paragraphs in the 1689. Yeah. I think 1689 is fantastic, right? And it's our personal confession, it's my church's confession, it's what we subscribe to. I love the chapters of the church in the 1689. And what this describes here is a people that are comprised of the elect of God mm-hmm. that have come before us, that are with us now and that will come in the future. Right. Again, because God is not bound by time yeah. and his providence and sovereignty rules over all. Right. So we have a people that have been called out, called out of darkness, elected by the sovereign choice of God and God alone. This is what we call the invisible church. It's invisible because you can't see it. We don't know who the elect are. Right. Mm-hmm. We are we, we're not privy to that information. Only God is. Uh, but it's the whole number of the elect, right? So it's not a partial number. It's a whole number that all God has elected shall be saved and can be counted in the universal church, right? Uh, Catholic, right, obviously just means universal. It means it means the whole, right? All right? We're not talking about Roman Catholic. That's Catholic <laughs> big C, right? Um, but yeah, it, it's comprised of all of the believers that have come, that are here now and will come again. Uh, that have been purchased and bought by Christ, right? Um, and when we talk about the church uh, universally, that is what we are talking about: is the elect, and it's a, it's a, it's they're they're used interchangeably. Jack and I use them uh, um, interchangeably on this podcast. Yeah, that when we talk about the elect of God, when we talk about the church, we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, right. Um, and obviously, there are many more paragraphs. We're not going to read all. There's, there's, I think, 15, if I'm right, 15 paragraphs just in yeah. chapter 26. It would, it would behoove you. I would, I would encourage you, listener, to just Google the 1689 uh, London Baptist Confession of Faith. All right, pull it. It's probably going to be the one that Doc and Devo put out. I think Founders has one out there as well. That's also really cool. Yeah, and read through it. Start start in chapter twenty six, especially for this series. Start in t- chapter twenty six, and read through the chapters of the church. It's very, very, very encouraging. Okay, so that's what we talk about when we're talking about the church universal. But as Jack was talking about, and I think what we're going to be focusing on even more is the local church. Mm-hmm. And what we mean by that is the local church is the the physical and local. Uh, manifestation of the church corporate, the Catholic church, the universal church. Yeah. Right. It's where the elect of God gather together in a place to worship the Lord, particularly on Sunday morning. And then obviously throughout the week. Yeah. 
right? So when we talk about the local church, what we're talking about is that church to which you have committed yourself to, right? The local embodiment of believers that have covenanted together to worship God, right? Within that is comprised of the elect of the universal church. And then obviously, as we know, you know, some local churches have within them non-believers, right? Um, so when, when we talk about the local church, that's what we're talking about, yeah. right? Uh, and I think, I think it's important to make those distinctions because, Jack, what often happens in our culture today, and I think we see more and more of it, especially post-COVID, is when people talk about the church and we talk about the need for the church, they say, well, I look at scripture and it talks about the elect being the church, so I am the church, so I don't need to actually go to church. I am the church. Jack, what would we say to an individual that makes that claim that they don't need to go to church because they are the church? Uh, I would pull back into the epistle to the Hebrews and say, mm. you probably... You- Probably need more milk because you are not developed into a man yet. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, um, that I love it. You probably need to just. Uh, I would like you to be on solid food. How about that? Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's. that's fair. I mean, here's the thing that so much of our society is influenced by is our modern times and what we look through the lens of. And we look through the lens right now of individualism, consumerism, you do you boo kind of ideas Mm. and mentalities. Um, And that is not what God has called us to. He called us to be a people, to be a gathered people. And that reflects back to what I talked about, even in Patrick's quote in Acts. You're talking about... Uh, the church basically being birthed out of, I'm not going to say replacing Israel, but I'm going right. to use... It's not replacement theology. Yeah, I'm going to use the, the language that, it. that that old Sammy Renahan used oh, in his book, okay. um, which was, uh, I think it was on, it was on covenant theology. Uh, and so what he talks about, but we were at the Doc and Devo conference when he was talking about this. He said, mm-hmm. basically, Israel has birth the church sure there are components in which the nation of israel function that are still a part of what the church does um we still have a king but his name is king jesus it is not mm. and he is the, the david he's the davidic messiah right yeah. so that is a key factor point in what israel had which was a king we have the king but god is our king like literally he's an in incarnate king who's ruling and reigning over us. Um, And not only that, but like the way that we are assembled, um, everything has been fulfilled through Jesus, who is the Davidic Messiah. And so the church has been birthed out of Israel to have those key, it hasn't replaced anything, but it's basically taken those things to basically fulfill what was said of what Israel would be, Mm -hmm. right? And the fact that when you become a believer, when you confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he's been raised from the dead, you have the Holy Spirit now, (laughs) right? And so you are empowered by the Spirit, just like Patrick here talks about 
and we don't longer what's crazy too is like that line that he says that believers are now his body and representation and kind of like his temple like scripture uses this a ton of times that the believers are a temple that even your own body is a temple of the holy spirit yeah. I was reading recently that um, in the Talmud, which is like a commentary on what happened in like Jewish life, they were talking about basically around the time of when Jesus was coming and doing his public ministry, all this crazy stuff was happening in the temple. Like like there was like a, a huge voice in front of the, the priests that said, we are departing now just crazy stuff that was happening. Mm-hmm. And it shows you that it's pointing back to the promises that were made in scripture by God yeah. and by Jesus that he fulfilled. He's the sacrificial lamb, but he's also the temple. Um, he's also the high priest. He's all those things that Israel needed a perfect person of that we talked about. And also our last series in the offices of Christ <laughs> that he fulfills and that he does. Right. And so, we are now this gathered assembly of believers that has been birthed out of the nation of Israel. We don't lose anything by them, but we have fulfilled, God has fulfilled the things in the church now. So it's very interesting in those lines yeah. when you think about it very detailed in like what Patrick has talked about and the fact that we now have the power of the Holy Spirit uh, to enable us to be obedient to our king now as well, too, versus before. It was not like that. You look back to <laughs> Kings and Chronicles, and it is not, <laughs> it is not, you know, a they're not time. great. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're not the best. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's true. It's true. So, and, and, you know, what's crazy is like this is, we're nearing our time to wrap up, and we only talked about half of what we want to talk about. So this is going to be a part one. Yeah. All right, this is going to be what is the local church part one, because part two we're going to talk about in order for a church to actually be a New Testament church, what needs to exist? Can it just be any group of people, like, coming together? Is it where three or more are gathered, Jack? You know, no. Jesus is there, right? <laughs> right? Uh, so we're going, to do a, we're going to do a part two on this next week on what is the local church, because there's such a large discussion Right. But what what we want to leave you guys here is this is like, look, if you if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you have been saved by the gospel, you are part of the universal church and thank the Lord for that. Be encouraged in your salvation. Be confident that your salvation rests not on you or your works, but the sovereign election of God that was predetermined before the world even existed. That you have been called out to be holy and be called out to be like Jesus, right? And that your local church, the place that you gather with, the place that you call home, the, the people that you have covenanted to, to serve with and to be in community with, they, they are your people, right? Right. In, in the greatest sense of the, of, of, of the, of the, the idea, right? The universal church, we are all, we are all bonded by the blood of Christ, but there is a special unity and a special bond that comes from being in community in that local expression of the universal church, right? The local church is so, so important. And as we go through this series, going back to the basics, we want to encourage you in that, 
right? Ultimately, just just like the point of this podcast is we want to encourage your love for the local church. We want to encourage your commitment to the local church and not out of some some guilt-ridden, you know, sense of sense of 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 duty, but because you love it. Mm-hmm. And because they love you and that all believers when they've committed themselves to serving one another, they are benefited. Right. So local church is massively important. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one because we're already like close to our time. And then we're gonna do a part two on what is the local church. And you guys are just gonna have to hang tight for that. But Jack, my friend, why don't you get us out of here? We're giving them we're giving them breadcrumbs, Josh. We are we're we, we're we are we are them giving along. them we're we're keeping them interested, right? <laughs> right? Right. Always leave them wanting more. And there's probably people here where they're like, I didn't even want this. <laughs> so I don't even want the bread that you're giving me. Why would I come back? And if that's if that's you, if that's you, you know what? That's totally fine. You can go listen to, you know, Doc and Dave or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Kidding. We love we love Joe and Jimmy. They're good friends. We love those guys. And uh, we love them, therefore we razz on them. That's yes. that's how it works. Yes. yes. <laughs> Anyways, if you appreciate and if you are getting pumped for this series coming into twenty twenty three. Getting pumped? You can follow us on the Sociables. That's right. The metaverse, which is mm-hmm. fading fast. It is lit man. The amount of money people are, are losing in social media outlets is crazy. Wonderful. Two hundred billion dollars getting flushed down by Elon Musk. Hey, you know what? Bananas. It didn't didn't make a dent. <laughs> <laughs> Not a dent. Anyway, uh, you follow us on the metaverse, the Facebook, the yeah. Zuck site, the place that'll go down the next twenty four hours. You can follow us on That's right. the Instagram. It goes well with marshmallow and chocolate. For the more attuned photography types. Mm. I feel like Instagram or the in, artists. Yes, Instagram is more of the kind of like you're more visually kind of focused on things versus like Twitter, which is just back and forth uh, yeah. nonsense sometimes via words. Uh, or you could follow us on the Muskerville, the Mus yes. site, the Twitter, the Tweaker, the Little Blue Bird, if you will. We're there. Follow us all of those social media pat- platforms at the tag at Reformatory Pod. Josh, you can tell the lovely people how they might support us even further in our endeavors. There are multiple ways. First and foremost, you can head on over to Patreon. We do have a Patreon, and uh, for $5 a month, you could become a Patreon supporter and your name shall be Hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. We're going to be. Uh, I'm going to be doing some work on the website in the store, so it's going to be a while until that's that's available again. All right, we're going to be pumping some hopefully some new designs. We're going to be taking taking inventory of what's what's popular, what's not. So that's not going to be an option for a little bit. All right, so just hold your horses though. Uh, last but not least, rate us on Apple, review us on yes. Apple. We yes. really appreciate it. It helps get the podcast out to more people. Helps get those ratings up. Helps the the algorithms and all of the isms. We really appreciate that. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate you as listeners. Go serve your local church. We thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next step of the reformatory.